Welcome to Avocado Toast. I'm Nicole Lotto. I'm Jesse Alperin. And boy, howdy, do we have some news for you today. Nicole, you make it sound so sad. I That's my bad. Let me, I'll, we'll do a take two. <clears throat> Hold on just one second. And boy, howdy, do we have some news for you today. I think that was fine. Good. I think that was good. I, I, I guess, about that one. I guess that's going to have to be it for this, this time. Um... <laughs> So, uh, if you guys remember last episode, we talked about Christine Halquist, um, who is a transgender woman running for Vermont governor. She actually won the primary on August 15th. So that nice. is good news. Um, an Arab Israeli attempted to stab a cop in Jerusalem's old city um, and was shot dead. So. Wow. Holy shit. I'm sure you guys knew this already at this point, but Trump decided to cancel the military parade in the Capitol. Hell yeah. I think I saw a news article about him, and he was like, um, like, oh, now there's more money to to buy more fighter jets or something like that. And I was like, I don't think you, I don't think you understand how, like, money works. Like, you yeah. went, you went over budget for it, and then you canceled it. And more than likely, you're not going to get deposits back on any of that shit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the Trump administration decided to end its $200 million uh, program funding for Syria stabilization programs. So that's not good. I didn't even know that that plan existed. Um, also, yeah, like, what was it doing? Um, it was supposed to be sort of like helping with like so like obviously we know Syria's been in a civil war for the last few years right um and so it was just sort of like to make it so that like the Syrian people had some sort of like system for stabilization um so that like they could still work and go to school Mm. but that is now being ended so that's not good. Michael Cohen, Trump's ex-lawyer, is being investigated for bank fraud for over two... No, sorry. Whoa. For over $20 million. Holy shit. Kind yep. of funny how, like, every single person that's linked to Trump is now getting investigated for money shit. It's because they're all fucking idiots. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's been flooding going on in southern India... Um, and the rain is starting to slow, <clears throat> but this flooding has displaced 800,000 people. And it's killed shit tons more, or not, I don't know if it's more than 800,000, 350 people that... have died, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think they said it's, like, the worst flooding in, like, centuries or a century or something like that. It's really bad. 
Yeah, and like something crazy, like six thousand two hundred miles of roads have been damaged. Holy shit! Yeah, a six point nine magnitude earthquake hit Indonesia's Lombok Island, so that's not good. Yeah, and then the aftershocks registered at six point three and five point four. Oh Jesus! So powerful, good. yeah. Yeah, really big aftershocks. The cake, the, not the cake. I wish I could learn how to speak, but the (laughs) quake has killed at least 460 people and injured more than a thousand. Yeah, which is really intense. So if you guys hear about any sort of like things going on to help these people that maybe isn't the Red Cross, um, it would be super awesome for you to send that our way or post it in the Facebook group or, Mm -hmm. you know, tweet at us because we would love to be able to um, sort of get more knowledge out there about how to help the people in Indonesia and also the people in India suffering from these natural disasters. Yeah. Um, The death toll in Genoa um, has risen to 43 um, as of the 19th. What was happening in Genoa? That's, um, the bridge collapsed. Oh, right, 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 Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The death toll has risen to 43 at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's been, like, a lot of things going on with, like, the Catholic Church is being accused of, um, like, sexual abuse. What? Um, the Catholic Church? What a thought! (laughs) That never happens ever. Yeah, but there's been like, it's been in the news a lot lately, Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, three hundred Catholic predator priests, according to this article, Hmm. um, have been accused of abusing more than a thousand children over the past seventy years Mm -hmm. um, in six Pennsylvania dioceses. In the diocese of the diocese. I guess, no, diocese is how you pronounce it, of mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, um, that is where 99 of the 300 accused priests served. Jesus. So, yeah, go Pittsburgh. While I was in Israel, uh, and I think we did report on this, there was a law passed that was like a nation state law saying that like, Israel is like for the Jews and like, is gonna do stuff for the Jews. We already knew this because that's what fucking happened when Israel was declared its own state. It is a Jewish democracy. Um, And apparently people like to forget that history happened and that that was literally the statement made by Ben-Gurion when Israel declared independence, but whatever. Um, So they decided to make this nation-state law because why not reiterate history twice? And um, 24 Druze local politicians have decided to challenge this in the seventh court. Um, uh, the Druze are a religious group, um, so just the Israeli Druze have decided to um, challenge this. Not like it's going to make any difference. Um, but Crazy Rich Asians overcame Hollywood's biases and won the weekend box office. Woo! Um, yeah, they have made 
An estimated 25... Like I said, can't speak. $25.2 million in U.S. and Canadian theaters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I saw it recently. It was very good. Did you see it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to. Um, also, it's totally worth it. It was just confirmed that um, they're going to be making a sequel and all the writers I are know. staying on. Yeah. I'm excited. I hope it's like the same cast but like in my ideal world it'll like take place in the future and it'll be like um the main character and her husband's kids mm-hmm. um i heard a lot of people talking about how harry shum jr's character again like i haven't <gasps> yeah. i haven't seen the movie i haven't i don't know anything about the book but a lot of people were saying that like his character in the book had a much more prominent role um, and so a lot of people Ooh. were saying that they they would really hope that if a sequel happened that um, Harry's character would get a lot more screen time and get, like, more fleshed out than it was in he the was first movie. He was literally only in the end scene, so it'll probably be... That's probably why like, they just, like, stuck him in at the end was to, like, leave room for the sequel. Um, yeah. I thought that the sequel was going to be that they were not going to be engaged at the end of the movie. Um, and he was still going to be trying to get her back, but that is not the case. Spoiler so. alert. Yeah. For anyone. I mean, you could tell from the beginning, like, if you've seen the first five minutes of the movie, you know that or they're like, going to get or engaged. Or any trailer, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's really cute, this, the scene that it happens in. So there were two arson balloons shot from Gaza into Israel. They like to say that it's southern Israel, but if you know how to read a fucking map, it's just south of tel aviv which is not south israelis are bad at maps (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh these two balloons that were on fire that were then sent into israel sparked two fires in israel so yeah um these like arson balloons are really common but now that i'm up to date with the times of israel.com we're getting be getting these this information more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, two people were killed in a Texas workplace shooting. Yeah, I think it was in Missouri City, which is a weird place to name a city in Texas, but okay. I was just going to say, yeah. Another employee was shot and transported to a hospital. Um, as of right now, that person is not dead from what I know, so hopefully they are recovering. Greece was just bailed out from their financial crisis um how by who uh just different countries um oh wait no no no, sorry they emerged from the international bailout that happened three years ago that was funded by the eu and um the european central bank ah gotcha 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 yeah so their economy is not going to be doing well six months from now um, literally their entire economy functions on tourism because like no offense, but clearly Greece is doing something wrong if that is their entire economy. Um, yeah, well they they're on the water. I'd think that they could have some kind of shipping uh, something yeah. fishing, uh, I don't know. Whatever. I hope that they don't go back into a financial crisis cuz that would suck. Yeah. But I do think it is likely. 
So, more than 41,000 people have been infected with the measles in Europe. Um, yeah, leading to 37 fucking deaths. If only there was some kind of, like, medicine that we could give people that would prevent <laughs> these diseases from coming back. Man, I just, I guess we have to wait until modern medicine reaches that level, I guess. Like, there's literally no other option except to contract it and die. <laughs> Vaccinate your kids! I'm so... Yep. Just stop. Stop being fucking stupid. Vaccinate your children. Fucking vaccinate yep. your children. Vaccinate yourself. The fucking image of this... Um, article is a baby with the measles babies can get vaccinated um and you know what i saw um earlier this week i actually think it might have been yesterday um yet another poll about like oh like vaccinations or whatever in this facebook group that we're part of and someone it was the, the the question was basically asking like do people who refuse to get their kids vaccinated like make you angry and like do you think they're being irresponsible that kind of thing someone in the comments was like my mom never vaccinated me and i'm still kicking it or and i'm still kicking whatever it is um and i didn't respond to that comment because i didn't want to start a whole thing but like the very first thought in my head as soon as i saw that was like that's fucking great that you're still alive but how many diseases have you unknowingly transmitted to other people who are immunocompromised and can't afford to actually get vaccinated like you are a petri dish of bacteria and petri? making yeah petri this the thing is that i've heard it pronounced both ways and anytime i hear Ooh. a scientist anytime i hear a scientist say it, it they always say petri and so i i defer to their expertise um Ew. but that's not the point of this the point of the comment yeah. is that it doesn't matter if you never got vaccinated and you're fine the fact of the matter is that you're being irresponsible it's it's a it's a Community. You're a conductor of disease. There we go. That's a good way of putting it. Getting a vaccination is not... It's it's gotten to a point where it's not a personal choice at this point. You have to be part of the community. Like, I just... it It makes me very angry when people who are more than capable of being vaccinated choose not to or choose not to vaccinate their kids who are capable of being vaccinated because you're putting Mm -hmm. every other kid at risk who can't afford to get vaccinated yeah or cannot for health reasons well yeah sorry that's i should have clarified when i say can't afford i don't mean just like money wise i mean like oh yeah yeah my mind immediately went to financial but and yeah yeah yeah. that's that makes a lot of (laughs) sense but whatever point of order just get fucking vaccinated vaccinate your kids stop Mm -hmm. being awful be vaccinated thanks yep um robbie rotten's actor stefan carl stevenson passed away at 43 Mm -hmm. um two days ago which is very sad it was very sad but he's been very sick for a long time yeah i think he Um, had bile duct cancer yes yes um so like, we kind of knew that this was going to happen, but it, it, you know, it still sucks that it happened, that he wasn't able to um, go Fully into remission. Yeah. yeah. Um, he actually, he was, he, I think was like, oh, no, it wasn't him. Never mind. I was thinking about, like, the different character, the different people who work on it. It's actually whoever plays Spartacus in Lazy mm-hmm. Town, he's the one that's, like, that, like, wrote and direct and produ- directed and produced all of, like, Lazy Town. Um, wow. Yeah, but... I think you mean Sporticus, not Spartacus. Oh, that's what it was. There we go. Very close. Um, but, yeah, but Stefan Carl did... I mean, 
What, you, I mean, like, Robbie Renton's amazing. Yeah, and I feel like he was the kind of person that really loved the work that he did, and so, and he yeah. was so chill about being that meme. I don't know. He's just gonna be sorely missed. That mean, lazy character. Yeah. No, the meme. Um, M-E-M-E. Oh, the meme! He did love being the meme! Yeah, and there was, like, that whole live broadcast where he and the other Robbie Rotten, like, duplicates or whatever, um, recreated, like, the We Are Number One song. It was just, it, like, it's great. <gasps> it's so he was, cute! <laughs> he was a fun person. Um, yeah. He will always yeah. be number one in our hearts. Yeah. Um, Paul Manafort was found guilty of fraud, which is amazing. Shebang! He was found guilty on all eight counts, let me have you know. Oh, yes. Um, So that is amazing. And then the best part is that um, afterwards, uh, Trump started flying off the handle as he does and implicated himself um, in... So he started immediately going on this weird rant about how like oh like the hush money that was paid um to the porn stars was like completely like out of pocket it was not through like any presidential campaign money blah blah blah, which a you have now just admitted that you actually did have those affairs so thank you for that two it's still a um like it it violated federal election policy to Mm -hmm. be paying hush money because the donation the not the donations but like the money that he paid out of pocket were a significant financial contribution whatever whatever um yeah that's people and that yeah impacted the campaign yeah and so they would have had to have been reported and he didn't report them and that's a violation um someone my brother and i were talking about this last night about how Mm -hmm. someone that he was talking to had said like he, they think at this point Manafort is going to it's 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 a it's kind of a game where you kind of like lay out all this information and then you just let Trump start giving you or not even lay out all this information but like Manafort makes a statement like Manafort says something about like paying hush money to porn stars to try to keep the affairs quiet and then Trump because he's so fucking stupid um, comes in and starts providing all this extra information that, like, starts getting him in even more trouble without him realizing it in order to try to cover his ass for this one thing. Um, and so, like, that's when he came in saying, it was out of pocket, um, Mm -hmm. it's not, I didn't violate anything during the campaign, blah, 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 and it's like, you actually did, and then you also just implicated yourself in a bunch of other fraudulent stuff, so, great job. Hell yeah. Facebook shut down, well, Facebook and Twitter shut down a fuck ton of um iranian and russian backed account yeah backed accounts the (laughs) iranian ones are tied to the tehran oh geez um yeah and the iranian ones were spreading a fuck ton of uh anti-israel misinformation so someone better fucking tell bbc um who i do still use despite their very very high anti-Semitic tendencies, but um, they shut down, like, a lot of accounts, like, upwards of 652 pages, and that was on Facebook alone. Good. So. Um, Israel banned jewels, which is the most amazing news. I think it is so funny. Um, do you know what, do you know what jewels are? Yeah, my first thought when you said that was jewels, like, in jewelry and stuff like that, but no, it's the J U U L, right? Yeah, the, the e-cig. E-cigs, yeah. 
The ones that look like, um, they look like the doodle, the USB port. Yeah. So those are banned. And because of this, now Jewel, the company, is um, taking it to court to try and block the ban so that they can continue to make money. Idris Elba just uh, confirmed that he will not be the next James Bond um, because we know that the person who was uh, directing the upcoming James Bond film actually is um, no longer going to be the director. So Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Danny Boyle is no longer going to be the director due to creative differences. And so now Idris Elba is no longer going to be James Bond, which is bad. And probably means that James Bond will be just another fucking white dude. And then I hope no one goes and sees it because, Mm -hmm. yeah. How many fucking reboots of James Bond are there now? Mm, Just too many. The only reboot that matters is Austin Powers, which is a parody. Now, if you share someone's nudes without their consent, you can go to jail. So that's good As news. As it always should have been, but I'm glad that we're finally putting it on the books. Yeah. Well, apparently this passed in February. We just did not know. Um, but that's great. Uh, yeah. I did not know about this until BuzzFeed recently, um, what is it called, reported on it. So. hmm um, a Jewish cemetery in Poland was vandalized for the second time this month. Mm. Um, headstones have been pushed over and broken, and yeah. Congressman Duncan Hunter and his wife plead not guilty to federal charges that they stole a quarter of a million dollars in campaign funds Holy to fuck. furnish their lavish lifestyle. Oh my so, god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it included, they spent this money on Italian vacations and, like, just, like, thousands of dollars on, like, groceries and bedding and household items, um, but Hunter is, um, claiming that they did not misuse these campaign funds, but I'm sure they did, because he's a Republican, so. (laughs) The New York Times reported that there has now been, uh, drone footage that flew over the Amazon that, like, was able to film this uncontacted Amazon tribe, which is super cool. Yeah, I just worry. I I worry about people trying to go to that tribe now and fucking their whole shit up. I don't think they... Uh, like, even if that wasn't the intent with the drone, you know other people are going to see that and be like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's cool that we found, like, a tribe that's thus far been uncontacted it would be so interesting to do some kind of anthropological study um i think the people that filmed this were doing an anthropological anthropological study on uncontacted amazon tribes um and so that's how they got this video um and they recently released it so i don't know um i i yeah i don't know i no one can really say like what's going to happen because of this alice allison dunnigan uh, who, like, lived through segregation and um, etc. And she was the daughter of a Kentucky sharecropper, um, was a, was like the first black journalist, black woman journalist to uh, cover the White House. Whoa. And she is going to be getting a um, statue at the museum. Yay! Yeah. Um, a 20-year-old Molly Tibbetts was murdered um, I don't know much about this. 
So uh, she was murdered back, I want to say in June, um, and no evidence had really... She had gone... Sorry, she had gone missing. Hold on, actually. Let me... Let me clarify this. I don't know if it was back in June. I might have been mixing that up with another story. But, like, fact of the matter is that at one point... Okay, she had been jogging um, outside by herself. um, And then she, like, quote-unquote went missing. But either today or yesterday, um, the suspected murderer, which, like, he's definitely guilty, um, uh came forward and like led police to her body um and so he's claiming they also found video footage oh no no sorry he didn't come forward let me scrap all that and actually get my story straight she was jogging they thought she went missing when she didn't return back to wherever whether it was her dorm or her home or something um Mm -hmm. then video surveillance footage was found of a black chevy that had been following her um, oh. And so they traced the car back to this dude, and when the police confronted the dude, they led he led the police to her body. So That's crazy. Then his statement said that um, he she was jogging. I think he like pulled up next to her and tried to make a pass at her, um, and she said no. And then he claims that he blacked out for the next few hours, and when he came to. Um, he was, like, standing in front of his open trunk, and, like, her body was in it, and she had blood on her head, and then he, like, drove her Ooh. drove her to whatever location it was that he dumped her body in. That's um, crazy. Yeah. I don't even have... I was just gonna say, I don't have the words for it, other than, like, I'm really tired of violence against women for this, just because they reject gross advances. I just hope that people stop fucking murdering other people for saying no and also just a little bit of advice to any guys who might be listening to this um stop fucking following women around that would be that's honestly probably one of your best tactics to actually get someone to like you is to just stop stalking them oh my god (laughs) yep a lot happened when you were gone the city of mosul is um going to be rebuilt a lot of the residents are returning and um attempting to bring the city back to you know to being habitable and game of thrones is gonna have a video game so that's kind of cool um and then uh the last bit of news that i have is that um lana del rey has decided to um perform in Israel despite backlash from her fans and I just want to reiterate that if you've never fucking been to Israel stop pretending like you know what goes on there please um I have seen a lot of backlash from anti-semitic fans and um especially from one one YouTuber who I now have completely lost faith in and will be filming a rant video about very soon. Um, yeah. I just always Thank find you. it... I always find it a little <laughs> confusing um, when people will say, like, oh... Well, they'll tell, like, performers, like, you shouldn't go to that country because, mm-hmm. like, that country's committing heinous crimes, whatever, whatever. 
Um, but like the people in that country, it's 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 a different. They story. deserve to still like get to enjoy that art, you know. Yeah, it's it. It would be different if like Lana Del Rey decided to come perform for white nationalists here. Exactly. Where, where the group of people that she's performing for are the ones that are committing the atrocious crimes, but. I think as we've already previously established, it's pretty much, like, the government that's really fucking corrupt in Israel. And, like, yes. the citizens, I mean, I can't speak for any kind of, I don't know what their stance is on being anti-Palestinian or what. Most people want peace. Yeah, so I'd say yeah. that, like, the the people there um, deserve to also, like, enjoy art and Lana playing there. I don't see how that how that is taking some kind of like anti-palestine stance it's yeah it's just it's very not. confusing until benjamin netanyahu and uh prime minister abbas decide to get off their bullshit and like realizing that profiting off of maintaining not peace is like what they should be doing meaning Wow, sorry. I said that sentence, like, completely backwards. Um, once they, like, realize that, like, it's not worth it to, continuing, c to continue profiting on a lack of peace, like, once that ends, then Palestinians will be able to enjoy Lana as well. But right now, you know, the two leaders of these countries, um, well, the West Bank isn't really its own country, but, you know, the West Bank and areas, the state yeah. of Israel, yeah, like... They need to stop being assholes and attain peace so mm -hmm. that the people who are living there can then now, you know, they can maybe go and see a Lana Del Rey concert because I guess that's important. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Hamas running Gaza is a totally different story because uh, they're, they're not profiting off anything. They're just sending their citizens to go and die for their corrupt cause which is to kill the jewish people that is a whole other ball of wax but mm -hmm. yeah i'd like to personally thank lana del rey for not being a dumb ass idiot who believes everything that fucking bbc pose so <laughs> yeah um i'm surprised you didn't have any notes about or any news about omarosa She's the, um, Is that that lady? Yeah, the... Yeah, she is, in fact, that lady. Um, yeah. The black former White House intern or aide or something like that, and then she released um, a bunch of, like, video, either, like, recordings or tapes or something about Trump and, like, all the horrible treatment that he gave to her. He, like, would call her a dog. I think he used the N-word mm -hmm. at one point. She, I know she released recordings or videotapes or something of Trump's team um coming up with like a whole contingency plan that basically confirmed that he did use i think it was the n-word or something or just other some other kind of like racially charged derogatory remark towards omarosa um oh and so she actually wrote a book a book yeah yeah called unhinged um and it's about her time in the white house um and, I mean, okay, it said it made it onto, like, the New York Times bestseller list, but also, like, I'm pretty sure it's really easy to make it onto that list. But... Um, yeah. If, yeah. Basically, but, they decide who's going to be a bestseller before the books even start selling. Right. Um, but, uh, that's just, you know, 
I think that's uh, worthy enough to report on, given the fact that, like, it confirms that he's been saying all these really gross... Not that, like, like, listen, we Ben knew about this. We mm-hmm. know that Trump's racist, but, like... I mean, also, not that those tapes would change anything, because the people that support him... Um, yeah. Aren't gonna see that as a problem, but, like, yeah, that's just... It's a big thing that happened. And then he also went on some whack-ass Twitter rage about it, but that's also pretty much par for the course. So... Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I decided not to report on it is because it's just the same shit again and nothing has changed. Nothing is changing. So I guess now we can move on to our topic, which is like appropriate comedy. Good Woo! comedy. Um. So obviously this is like a weird topic and people aren't going to know what we mean. So what we mean mm-hmm. by good comedy is comedy that is not reliant on stereotypes or racism or any kind of like denigration of a demographic of people in order to be funny um Mm -hmm. which is you know i feel like it's the the bar is so low um but more often than not um people kind of rely on those things as crutches um, in order yeah. to try to make a funny point. And so, like, I am personally of the belief that when you need to use stereotypes or um, some kind of uh, bigotry uh, to, like, make your joke, it's really lazy. Um, yep. And, like, it just shows that you're not actually funny. Like, you're relying on centuries of false information that's just become, like part of um part of popular culture in order to like make your point which so like you're not actually putting effort into it but luckily um in this day and age there's a lot more uh comedians that are able to actually come up with like original content that's also very good we i mean two prominent figures stand out in our minds that we'll be talking about um and who are they they are oh wait we already talked about this I know who we're talking about now. Oh, oh my god, okay, I thought... <laughs> um, yeah, I, so... I, like, literally forgot. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, we're talking about, like, John Mulaney and uh, the McElroys. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that John Mulaney does have quite a few bits about... Like, he, he has bits about, like, his uh, Jewish girlfriend that also rely they rely on stereotypes but i will let jesse like handle uh how how to interpret those because yeah do you want me to dive into that or you just want to do like a like a no we can actually we'll dive into it right now i was just gonna say but for the most part he's also like and we'll talk more about this i think it's it's much more apparent when it comes to um like growing and becoming yeah. much more cognizant of your audience and much more cognizant of not of trying to come up with content that's not offensive. Um, yeah. The much more stark example would be like the McElroys. So we can dive into that a lot more yeah. in their part. But when it comes to we'll talk, we'll talk specifically about like like the jokes that he makes about um, his Jewish girlfriend, which I'm pretty sure she. That's his wife she, now. His wife. Oh, yes. Um, but I'm pretty sure she like signs off on the jokes I'm yeah, not she saying, does. 
yeah, but I I will let it come from a Jewish perspective. So take it away. Um. So John Mulaney has like several jokes where he is like um, referencing, I guess, his wife slash girlfriend's Jewishness. Um, he has one where he says something about like, um, uh, I, my girlfriend's Jewish, which I did on purpose. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's honestly, it's not offensive. He has like one and I can't even remember what it is right now. That is like a little bit, like it makes me a little uneasy, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, like his jokes about Jewish people are like true and non-offensive that they're very funny plus the Jewish people which I'm sure you guys can tell at this point are like we're really big on like self-deprecating humor and so someone who like like spends a lot of time with a Jewish person and you know says a joke about Jewish people that's like not offensive that's well sorry not not offensive but like basically just doesn't reference the Holocaust it's really easy to just like be funny in that way um and especially because a lot of the time his um his jokes are still referential to his girlfriend and so he has one about like um his girlfriend is you know she is loud and opinionated because she's jewish which is like yeah yeah um (laughs) and then he has like another one that talks about um I think it's something about, like, how his girlfriend's, like, always just, like, she's always paying attention to everything because, you know, people used to always be after us, the Jews. Um, And that's, like, it's really funny because, like, it's true. Um, And not in a way that's, like, "Mm, they've got big noses and their women are short with big tits. Aren't the Jews so weird? Um, but instead, like, he actually takes, like, our behaviors rather than, like, things that we just are and is able to make it comedic, um, Mm -hmm. by highlighting and, like, not necessarily exaggerating it, but, like, highlighting the, like, silly things that we do in, yeah, in a way that's, like, it's true. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I also think it's really funny how he... He'll often contrast um, her Jewishness and like how sh- how she's been raised to act with his own with Catholic his. upbringing, um, yes. because and so like as a Catholic, I can a hundred and ten percent confirm every single stereotype that or not even stereotype because I feel like stereotypes are when stereotypes are when you have like a certain attribute and you reduce an entire demographic of people to that stereotype and you don't actually like take into consideration their behaviors or their personalities you just kind of make it this one thing um but everything that he says about like growing up catholic is so fucking true and so like he i know that he has a joke where he's talking about how his girlfriend um uh like oh you know when you're dating a jewish girl like you never have to wonder what's going on in her mind because she'll tell you um yep <laughs> like, like she'll she'll like burst into the room and just be like my stomach hurts my stomach hurts exactly um <laughs> and then he contrasts it with talking about how like on the other hand like growing up catholic you are taught to if you have an emotion you just kind of keep it right here in your chest and you bottle it up and you keep it right there and then one day you'll die um and that's very true like 
we it, Catholicism is very much about being stoic and boring. So um, that's true. There's and uh, let me say this because obviously there's different experiences within Catholicism and like it depends on how lit your church is and stuff like that. So I'm saying mm-hmm. as someone who grew up in a family where we would go to church every week and the church, I think mm, statistically speaking, 98% of the patrons there were over the age of 65. Um, it was not a party every week. Uh, and so my Catholic upbringing was very much like not fun. Um, yeah. But I just, so I think it's interesting that he like compares the two. You have a much more vivacious, open culture versus like mm-hmm. a very um, stoic and serious culture. And I find it relatable. It is really relatable. Um, um, the good things about John Mulaney, and I think this is something that the McElroys lean into a lot as well. And I'm sorry I keep on sort of like having all these like pauses that I'm sure I'm going to edit out later. It's because I'm eating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a very bad podcaster. Um, But they both sort of lean on making fun of ridiculous behavior as opposed to, oh, all black people are blank. Right. Isn't that supposed to be funny? You should laugh now. Mm -hmm. Instead, it's like, how do I get me mom to buy me shorts? (laughs) Which is, it's just like they make fun of people's like ridiculousness. And that is so funny because people are ridiculous. And that's still sort of a way of making fun of something that can be very funny. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, leans on exaggeration sometimes, which is really funny. Um, You know, and just like, yeah, I mean, John clearly does that with his bit that he had in his most recent stand-up that was about, um, oh my god, he was in the Rolling Stones. What's his name? Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger, yeah. Yeah, where he, you know... He, not funny! Not funny! You know, so he's, like, making fun of, like, the way that Mick Jagger speaks and acts, and but also, you know, there's still, like, this element of cool to it because it's Mick fucking Jagger. Mm-hmm. Um and it's I feel like the like what I'm trying to express like I'm only like just barely touching on but it's like that is sort of the premise of the comedy that both of these well that John Mulaney and that the McElboys lean into Mm -hmm. um because you don't need to make fun of groups of people um except for you know stupid people because of course um so yeah um i guess i'm just sort of saying that like i think that that is what we find to be so admirable about their comedy Mm -hmm. and um as a segue the so like if you listen to or watch like previous um stand-up bits from john or previous interviews from him um he does have some like we'll say kind of more shady stuff like um he made a comment about like why there could never be an ocean's 11 with women because this was years ago an ocean's 11 a long time ago and it's in his first um it's in new in town yeah and so he says like there could never be an ocean's 11 with women because they'd all just be so catty and like nothing would ever get done blah 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 
Um, and and I, now you know there's an Ocean's 8. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even imagine, like, how many... I can't even fucking imagine how many messages he's gotten across all platforms about, like, hey, John, how do you feel about this now that it's happening? Um, but, like, oh, since yeah. then... Since then, he Didn't hasn't... Didn't he, like, make a statement about it? I have no idea. Um, Maybe not. I think it might have... Uh, I was going to say it might have been some kind of, like, answer time thing on Tumblr, but I'm not sure. I um, think so, because I remember seeing something about it. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah, but, like, that was, first of all, many, many years ago, and since then he's grown from that, and he's, I haven't Mm -hmm. heard him make, like, disparaging, like, generalizations about women since. Um, Instead, it's become a lot more self-deprecating and, like, individualistic rather than, you know, doing a whole entire group of people, except for when he talks about, like, his Jewish girlfriend or Catholics, yeah. Yeah. Stuff that he has personal experience and relationships yeah with and he does it in a way that like he knows other people can relate to because it's like common experiences right like yeah um and so like the McElroys, which for i, I don't McElroy. know how you yeah i don't know how you could possibly listen to our podcast i don't know how you found this podcast and have not listened to theirs yeah but there are these boys, well, men, really. But, They're men. They're all uh, over 30. <laughs> yeah, so you have this podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me. It's fantastic. Jesse and I went to a live show of it um, at one point because it's just so fucking good. And it's run by these three brothers, um, Justin Griffin and Travis McElroy. Um, and their comedy is fucking superb. Um, there are like 420 episodes. Nice into their podcast and um over the course of those episodes you can really see this huge marked difference in um in their comedy and how they chose to like create content because when you look at their first like 100 episodes and yeah all three brothers themselves have already specifically spoken about this and griffin at one point made an actual comment on another podcast with some interview or whatever and they reference it too on their on my brother my brother and me yeah and so like they talk about specifically how like if we could take the first 100 episodes and like put it into a rocket and just shoot it into fucking space and get rid of them forever we would because we it's so embarrassing and awful listening to how awful we were back then and how mm-hmm. uninformed. Um, and they've grown since then so much. And the, the reason why they've grown so much is because they really actually listen to their viewers. And they so really they, care about, like, what their fans have to say, you know. They really, really want to make sure that they're providing comedy that is accessible to everyone and does the least amount of harm to as many groups as possible except fucking jugglers they will not fuck they they hate jugglers with their whole entire well they also hate horses that race no they love horses they hate them it's what are you talking? Every single episode, they talk about how fucking majestic horses are. Jesse, are we listening to the same? We podcast? are listening to the same podcast. They don't actually like horses. It is an ironic, they, is- quote unquote, love of these horses because they suck. Uh, no, this is another one of those growing things where they started off talking about how fucking stupid the horses are, and then. They have an entire song dedicated to Torso the Horsey, the Ghost horso, Horses, Horsey the. T- the ghost horse eye, yes. I know, but Griffin did just talk about it in a live show. 
That's amazing. Yeah. Um, if you listen but, to the full episodes, Nicole, maybe you would know instead of just listening to the weird bits on YouTube. But the point of all this is that um, their comedy has really grown and evolved from coming from a place of ignorance and relying on stereotypes and bigotry to get their jokes across to actually becoming really fucking hilarious. They've gone from making jokes about, like, the furry community. Um, yeah. Where they got they got a lot of feedback from the furry community. They made some whole, like, bit in their very, very early episodes about basically saying, like, furries are weird, haha. Um, and then they got a lot of feedback from people who are part of the community, and now they, they like, formally apologized, and now they, <laughs> it's, it's funny because in a lot of episodes, they'll, like, mention, like, blah, 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 like, oh, you know, we used to not be cool with the furry community, and now, like, if anyone, if they overhear someone in a conversation talking about, like, disparaging the furry community, like, they'll step in and be like, you're actually coming from a place of, uh, a lot of ignorance and like let me let me give you some information on that um so it's the fact that they're willing to grow and listen to people and change their point of views and not just immediately go on the defensive about how um like oh anyone who um anyone who you know disagrees with me or like is hurt by my by what we say on this podcast like is just you know being sensitive and stupid and wrong yeah no they they care a lot about the people that are listening and they want to make sure that they're not um, hurting anyone. And even just to sort of like take from like what they have learned from their fans in terms of response to my brother, my brother and me, which has been going on for like seven or eight years at this point. Yeah, it's a long ass time. Yeah. They also have another podcast called um, The Adventure Zone that they do with their dad and... Um, because, like, all three of the character players in their first Dungeons & Dragons campaign were cis straight men. Uh, well, sorry, not cis straight men. Cis men. Um, one of the characters ended up being gay, but they worked that in later into the story. And um, Griffin, who was uh, being the dungeon master, decided to even incorporate um, a non-playable character that was trans to be able to give groups that like they know listen to their podcast and would love to see themselves represented because these people actually listen to their fans like they were able to then give them characters that you know that wasn't their whole thing they just happened to also be like trans or you know taco who's um justin's character ended up falling in love with a another male character you know and so they they listen nice. and they've been able to use it in not just their comedy podcast in terms of how to not be offensive, but how to also like create art that is um, inclusive. Yeah. And so it's just like our whole point of making this episode is that it's really refreshing being able to enjoy um, these comedians um, and not have to like constantly be worried about them saying some dumb shit yep. that is going to be like super offensive. Um and, like, I don't really want to get into a whole conversation about, like, oh, you know, I think that all topics should always be open to, like, jokes and stuff like that. Because, like, if you're of that opinion, you're of that opinion. Like, you do you, I guess. Mm. But coming from my perspective, like, I I don't see the point 
in making jokes about like certain topics. I don't I don't think there's any kind of like gold mine of comedy in certain veins of um like topics or like demographics of people. Um and so it's nice to be able to enjoy content that doesn't rely on like we'll say like controversial topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually no, fuck that. Not controversial topics. It's just like offensive topics mm-hmm. it's nice to it's nice to be able to enjoy comedy that is relying on like offensive topics and and that kind of stuff and i think unless you have anything else to say that about does it no i i wish i did but i think we've covered it pretty well yeah so um i would like you guys to all go and uh become patrons um <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash avocado toast you can also pay for me and nicole to say shit for you um if you go to pocket podcast network uh dot com slash donate you can click on our show and pay for us to say some stuff so if like you if you hate us fucking pay us to say that our podcast is a piece of fucking garbage if mm-hmm. you except you can't you can't use that clip that we just said that's illegal yeah, that's illegal. You gotta, we, you gotta pay us for it. You gotta write the words down in a message after you pay, slash when you pay, and then we will say them ourselves. Um, you can also do it if you like us. That's even better. Um, or if you want to advertise something that you are doing, that is a great way to do it. Um, unless you want to give us more money, then you can email us. Um you should go and listen to my other podcast, uh, The LOL Word with Hannah Moskowitz. Um, if Nicole had another podcast, we would advertise that too. Um, you should go and follow us on Twitter at Avocado Toast PPN. Nicole is on Twitter as at Nicole underscore Lotto. I'm on Twitter mm-hmm. as at Jesse underscore Quinn. We are on Facebook. Um, we have a page that you can go and like called Avocado Toast Lovers. And even better than that, we have a Facebook group called Avocado Toast. Wait, no, sorry. Fuck, I fucked that up. I was just going to say, wasn't it? The likable page is Avocado Toast Podcast, and the Facebook group is Avocado Toast Lovers. Yep. Damn, I was almost perfect. You're always perfect. Um, That's been episode 49. I've been Nicole Lotto. Next episode is 50, and that was the goal that we wanted to reach for this year. So Mm -hmm. we're done doing podcasts after that. There you go. Bye-bye. <laughs> you got to say your name. Nobody knows who you are. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to re-inter- re-say goodbye because I interrupted you. No, it's okay. Okay, fine. I'm, I've am i been Jesse Alperin. That's, that's correct. And this is just how... That's just how it is on this bitch of an earth. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> Avocado Toast is part of the Pocket Podcast Network, delivering quality content right to your pocket.